when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. <clears throat> Matthew brought me back some persimmon haichu from Japan, and it takes like 18 minutes to clear that shit out of your mouth. Oh, yeah. No, it's still, it's in the crevices. It's mm. it's like, uh, I don't I don't need to go to the dentist now because like all my cavities are filled. Your cavities? <laughs> Did you call them a cavity? <laughs> all my cavities are I filled. I like cavity. Cravity's good. Um, so it's been a while since we've done this show. It has been a while. Um, this I feel show, like, and that's why you're saying it really suddenly awkwardly, <laughs> like we're on a first date this or something. Show this big show <laughs> to break the ice. I just took video of Matthew's awkward water retrieval process, which is now TM trademarked for people. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, where the, he, the M A W whatever R P where Morp. he dislocates his arm out of his shoulder to awkwardly reach. To, yeah, and then <laughs> for no fucking reason, because the water can... Anyway, we're going to post that video on Facebook. But, I mean, the, there is a good reason for this. Um, <sighs> yeah, so it's weird. I was thinking about just now how, like, for, to the people who listen to the show... The people? <laughs> you said that strangely, too. <laughs> well, this, this is what I'm getting at here, that uh, they, to, from their perspective, we have been getting together every week to speak the words of truth contained in uh, the novels that we read. Um, but we actually haven't seen each other in like four weeks. No. Oh, my God. And my microphone is spinning in front of me. Hold on one second. Cool. Cool. How about I read the book? You, right. you play with that for, for 45 minutes right. or so. I love how you were like so patronizing. You figure it out. And then you came over here and did not fix it. <laughs> Such a dude. I mean, from my perspective, I did. No, you didn't. It's still going this way. <laughs> I know, but it's not my microphone, so I don't care. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> okay, read a book. All right. This book is called Mr. Bodyguard by Lauren Rowe. We are, I'm, we, I am so out of practice. Like, I don't know You're if being I, so awkward. Read words I don't know on if I know page. how to read a book anymore. Okay. <laughs> Chapter one, Xander. We've had a Xander before. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's a classic, like, Macho kind of name. No, Xander no. is not macho. It's short for Alexander. It's really like your best friend is Xander, isn't it? In Buffy, that's true. My best friend is Xander. You're right. Wasn't there a Xander character? There in was. Buffy? Yeah, played by Nicholas Brendan, and very warm and easy to relate to. Who later went on to co-star with Bradley Cooper in the uh, short-lived TV series based on Kitchen Confidential. Oh, and I'm sure that the eight people who who always get your references will get that one. <laughs> I watched every episode. <laughs> okay, then. Have a seat, Mr. Shaw. Reed Rivers' brunette assistant says, indicating a black leather couch in a small reception area. Mr. Rivers will be with you shortly. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. There was some... There was a redhead and a black couch? Wait. What? No, there was, it was a brunette. Two, there was a, three names and a two yeah. colors. Have a seat. Okay, first of all, Xander. Have a seat, Mr. Shaw. Reed Rivers' brunette assistant says, indicating a black leather couch in a small reception area. Mr. Rivers will be with you shortly. Right. But, I mean, you're right. Uh, strong, strong start there. It's just too much to get my <laughs> head around. The thing I know is you got to hook people with the first sentence of your book, yeah. and that is a Not perfect hooked. illustration of how to do it. <laughs> Not Thank hooked. You. Confused. I unbutton my suit jacket, take a seat, and carefully place my resume on the couch next to me. Is this Xander? I think this is Xander who's who's like who's, waiting for the interview. And was just talked to by Reed Blah Blah's 
Reed, not Reed Rivers himself, but Reed Rivers' his brunette Brun- assistant. Brunette assistant. Okay. <laughs> when, when Reed Rivers put the put the ad on like <laughs> Monster.com, he's looking for a brunette assistant. Mm. I'm sure people still use Monster.com. Yeah, and I'm sure a bunch of people from the 50s responded. <laughs> <laughs> people from the 50s don't know how to use websites. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Would you like a glass of water, the assistant asks? Thanks. Mm. I take in the Scintillating small dialogue. <laughs> Ooh, but it's about to get exciting. I've never been inside a record label before, but this is exactly how I'd pictured one. Modern, minimalistic furnishings. The L.A. skyline stretching beyond a nearby floor-to-ceiling window. I think and she means he means a record label office. Because no, if no, you're literally inside. inside a record label, I'm sure that's not what he, you would imagine either. No, he got into like the sleeve of an LP. <laughs> right, that's what I read that as. I don't think you talk about record labels that way. I agree. You have to name the direct object there. And of course, what record label would be complete without gold records, album covers, and framed photos of musicians lining the walls? I scan the photos and spot the face of that white rapper, Too Real, the one who's recently been topping the charts with his smash hit, Crash. Is that a real rapper? No. Okay, thank you. (laughs) I liked his smash hit, Crash. (laughs) Smash, Crash. My eyes drift again and stop on the unmistakable green eyes of Aloha Carmichael, the Disney star who grew up in front of the world and when when her TV show ended, reinvented herself as a pop star. Also not real, right? No, but but based on every Mm -hmm. Disney teen show person. Like, okay, like Miley. Miley. uh, Mm -hmm. What's the other one? Some other ones. Uh, Ariana? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grande? Was she, when she, was she a child star? I always confuse her with the other one who... Uh, I'm not... I, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, yeah I know. Aretha I, do, Franklin. I do too. That's, yeah. I always get them confused. When her TV show ended, reinvented herself as a pop star. My gaze drifts again. Oh, and drink! <laughs> gaze, gaze drifts. And mm. lands on the four guys of Red Card Riot. Even if Dax... Red Card Riot? Uh-huh. Even if Dax and his band Dax. Tw- 22 Goats. Oh, come on! <laughs> come on. Were it poised to jet off to London to open for them on their world tour in a matter of days, I'd recognize that powerhouse band. Have you ever described a band as a powerhouse band? Nope. Let's see if we can actually fix this. So, if we can get it to a spot that's comfortable where you don't need to move it, I think it's going to stay, but I think I'm going to have to like get a wrench out okay. to get it. right there. I'd recognize that powerhouse band. My stomach tightens, reminding me how much I want to walk out of here today as the newest member of Red Card Riot's security team. Ah, Mr. Bodyguard. Mm. Or rather, as I like to think of it, 22 Goats' security team. No. What is even happening? I don't know. Getting to watch my honorary baby brother and his band. Honorary baby brother. No, it's his actual brother, but he's an honorary baby. Or an honorary baby goat. Yes. (laughs) We're just called a kid. (laughs) Getting to watch my honorary baby brother. Do you like how I said that as if I was really proud to know know this thing that literally everybody knows who's watched Sesame Street? Right. Getting to watch my honorary baby brother and his band open every night in jam-packed arenas across the world, seeing Dax transform into the global superstar he's always been destined to be to become would be a dream come true. It sounds like this the okay. narrator is in love with his brother. I, okay, right? that's exactly what I was going to say, and I, and I don't 
mean to sound sexist or gender stereotypical, but it seems as if this is a, 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 coming from a female character's perspective. Yeah. The but, way it's being written right now. But I don't know. There's a lot of, like, my, my brothers and I get along totally fine, but we're not, like, best buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like a lot of brothers in romance novels are. Like, that's how you show that a guy is, like, uh, has feelings because he loves his brother. Ooh, so we should work this into our own novel that we're working yes. on. Yes. Not to mention a welcome distraction from the acute ache that's been ravaging my yeah. heart since yeah. Daphne blindsided me on Thursday night. Yeah, like acute ache. Do, do you no. think that's something that most? Oh, uh, that this Again, is this is not a masculine thing to say. I don't want to. I don't want to be stereotyped, but but in these books, that's these books are written on stereotypes. Are you saying that I I haven't known my fair share of heartache? Acute aches. I think you have known heartache. I mean, I think I've known a lot of acute aches. <laughs> Mostly, like in your like hamstring. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, go ahead, Daphne. After four days of thinking about <laughs> it, or actually obsessing about it, I'm no closer to understanding why she dumped me. I admit I've never particularly wanted to move to New York, but like I told Daphne on Thursday night, I was willing to do it for her mm. because I would have done anything for that beautiful girl. For fuck's sake, when Keen, my lifelong Keen, best friend, of my roommate, my Dax wifey, and Keen, my wifey, I don't know what's going on. My lifelong best friend, my roommate, my wifey, my brother from another mother, moved from Seattle to L.A. Through, I don't. Okay. I. Okay, so uh, I, I think understand. this is proving my point. Okay. Moved from Seattle to L.A. three months ago to pursue his Hollywood... I feel like this is a thing that I don't understand, not like something the author is getting wrong. Do guys now refer to their best friends as wifey? It really seems hard to believe. Uh-huh. Like, I can understand, <laughs> like, Listeners, my can work you help wife, us out here, please? I understand work wife. Yeah, because I'm... But not yeah. work wife, yes. Wifey, no. Right. I stayed behind for no other reason than to be with Daphne. I can't follow my wifey to L.A. when my future wife is going to Mm-mm. art school in Seattle. That's what I told Keen at the airport three months ago when he pestered me to join him a thousand miles down south. And then I give him like, a blowjob in right, the restroom right, because these, we're lovers. Right. That would make sense. <laughs> okay. And I didn't even doubt my decision to stay in Seattle with Daphne, despite how excruciating it was to say goodbye to Keen, because I knew I'd found the girl who'd taken Xander Shaw off the market for good. Could this guy be bi? He might. And that would be amazing would if be we had great, our first right? bi book. Because like this, yeah, this doesn't, doesn't make sense otherwise. Yeah. Well, that and I wasn't going to be a damn fool and give up my reasonably priced corner apartment only to have Keen come back to Seattle a couple months later asking for his old, old room back, either because he'd fucked things up with his new girlfriend, Maddie, or because despite my boy's ebullient charm, this is all one sentence, he'd found out breaking into modeling and acting in La La Land wasn't quite as easy as he'd hoped. Take a well-deserved oh, wow. breath. As it turned out, my low-key worries about Keen Morgan making it in L.A. were unfounded. After only two months in Tinseltown, it was clear my boy wasn't just killing it in L.A., he was mass-murdering it. Which brings us to our game. Okay. Okay. So uh, the game is, after only two months in Tinseltown, it was clear my boy wasn't just killing it in L.A., he was mass-murdering it. So uh, take a uh, take a metaphor and <laughs> take it way too far, <laughs> I guess. Take it way too far. Do you have an example one? Yes. After only two months in Paris, it was clear Hannah wasn't just getting by in French. Her accent was so good it constituted third-degree fraud. Mm, Okay, good. Um, Ben's voice wasn't just music to her ears. It was an orchestral orgasm where the string section seduced her. No, I mean the whole string section literally seduced her. (laughs) That's good. 
After only two months in Texas, it was clear my boy hadn't just struck oil. He was balls deep in black <laughs> gold. No! Uh, put that on the list. I think <laughs> it was, balls deep it, it was is already, already on, on the, the list. list. <laughs> but black gold? Uh-huh. No. It, I just I love the idea of a guy go, the image of a guy going to Texas and just sticking his dick in an oil well. <laughs> Not his dick. Just teabagging. Yeah, okay. When Suzanne arrived at the party, she wasn't just a breath of fresh air. She was an oxygen tank to a person with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Oh. She was that much fun. <laughs> that one kind of made me sad. Oh, no. <clears throat> After only two days in Japan, it was clear Matthew wasn't just your average know-it-all. He literally <laughs> thought he knew everything. <laughs> that would be funny if it weren't so painfully mm-hmm. true. Fred was so in love, it would be inaccurate to say he was happy as a clam. Truth be told, he was gleeful as a gooey duck. <laughs> oh, Aww. I always love a good gooey duck reference. Mm-hmm. Got any more? Nope. Okay. Just that fast, he'd already shot three small speaking roles and landed two national commercials, plus a modeling gig for Calvin Klein underwear. And he'd moved off his little brother Dax's couch and into his girlfriend oh, Maddie's place. Oh, he moved off his little brother. <laughs> See, brothers are all over each other they in this are. book. So, okay, so uh, so Keen, Keen and Dax are brothers, and they're both friends of Xander's, I think, because Dax is the one in the band, and Keen is an underwear model. Can we draw a family tree, please? I don't know. Someone's on top of someone. So what did I do then when I realized Keen wouldn't be returning to Seattle? Did I ditch Daphne, my girlfriend of mere months, to join my lifelong best friend in L.A.? No, although that's what I would have done if I'd known Daphne was going to drop me like a bad habit a month later to attend art school in New York. (laughs) No, back when I thought there was no I in love, when I thought Daphne was all in the same (laughs) Um, as me. There isn't? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, he was right. But Daphne didn't see it that way. I did what any man caught between a rock and a hard place would do. Or between those two brothers, apparently. (laughs) I asked Daphne if she'd be willing to transfer to an art college in L.A. at the end of her next school term. Oh, the band's back together. I'm one step ahead of you, Z, Daphne chirped. I submitted an application to CalArts a month ago. Of course, I called Keen right away to tell him the spectacular news. But what if Daphne doesn't get accepted to that art school in L.A., Keen asked. Wait, so they broke up or they didn't break up? I They're guess back together now? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering the same thing. <laughs> okay, I thought she just said she, they broke up. <sighs> then Daphne and I will move to Los Angeles after she graduates. But won't that be in like two years? Don't you worry your pretty little head about it, baby doll, I said to Keen. What? Why are we talking like this to each I other? I don't know. I, I feel like, is, is this book set in some like post-gender universe? Mm-hmm. Which would be great. Which would be great. But but we're not there yet. Daphne could get into any art school in the country. She's just that good. She's so good. Why does she have to go to school? Am I right? No. Just promise the, me this, Keen replied. If Daphne doesn't get into that art school in L.A. and you guys wind up breaking up, then you'll get your ass down to L.A. the very next day after the breakup. Jesus God, I don't even know where to begin with your flagellation, I replied. I know you miss me, Peen. <laughs> I know you miss me, Peeny. Wait, wait, what? P-E-N-I-E. What? And I miss you too, sweet. Wait, the me. word peeny and flagellation? I'm so confused by this relationship. I I I feel like I feel like I want to email the author. I feel like I'm I've com- totally missed everything. Mm-hmm. If this is how the kids talk to each other these days, that's though, great. I'm aw- that's yeah. awesome. And I miss you too, sweet meat. But rooting wait, for the wait, end of sweet meat. Why uh-huh. did you just cruise right past that? 
That's <laughs> hilarious. But rooting for the end of Zafni. No, no, no. Is the same thing as rooting for the non-existence of my 18 future babies. I've never rooted for the end of Caddy and the non-existence of your 18 future babies. Sweet baby Jesus, really I'm dealing with a madman. Who really wants 18 babies? What, you don't want 18 babies? No. You, you, but you need to get started on those 18 babies. <laughs> First off, I keep telling you, Maddie and I aren't caddy. We're mean. M-E-A-N-E. Okay. That's way cooler because it's ironic on account of Maddie being so damn nice. And second off, don't blame Madagascar for my re- relocation to the land. Oh, wow. Her, his girlfriend's name is Madagascar. I'm, I no. like it. I like it. Why? Because it's a cool name. Madagascar. Car? Yeah. Like the country. Yes. Okay, then. For my relocation to the land of avocado toast, I would have moved here regardless, simply because this is the city where a dumb shit like me can get paid to do nothing but stare into a camera lens like he's getting a hand job under a table. Okay, wait, can I, can I, <laughs> if I move to LA, can I get that job? Sure, sure, absolutely. I'm going to say it right cool. here, right now. All right. I I will I'm moving to LA. I'll be back if I don't make it I'll be back in 6 months. And if I do make it you have to move down and Aww, join me. Wifey. Uh-huh. Like I, I don't care about my actual family. It's like it's you and me. Like we're together. It's we're, it's, it's Mecky. <laughs> <laughs> bath you, no, no. bath you. <laughs> Never mind. The plan is off <laughs> because of Mecky. Wait, do you like bath you or Mecky better? I think I like Mecky. It sounds like a like a <laughs> mechanical like warrior robot. What about like a, um, Mabeka, <laughs> which is using my formal name? Hmm. Mabeka or Rabathu? Rabat. Rabathu. Mecky's the best. Mecky's the best. All right. Uh, <laughs> avocado toast. I'm merely lodging a request in case Zafni happens to implode before Daphne graduates, which ain't the craziest notion in the world considering your track record for falling in and out of love at breakneck speed, big guy. Forget all the times I said I was in love before Daphne, I replied. I'm telling you, Peeny, Daphne mm, is my future. The Peeny thing has to go. <laughs> is it going on the list? Yep. And this is the first time we're putting something on the list for a made-up oh, character. Okay, so this, this all happened before the breakup. As I'm about to explain. They were famous last words, of course, not to mention clueless and embarrassing words, too. As it turned out, Daphne wasn't my future. In fact, she was barely my presence, present, as evidenced by the fact that I'm now sitting in the lobby of River Records mere weeks later after having been dumped. Well, the reason why Daphne's not your future is because you call your best friend Peeny and you guys suck each other off all the time. But I mean, as long as everyone's cool with that. That's true. I but mean, Daphne was not we, cool. Do we know that she wasn't cool with that? I mean, we they do. broke up about over the art school thing. Mm, okay. I think I think she was fully informed on the peony thing. <laughs> okay. Here you go, Reed's assistant said, drawing me from my thoughts. She hands me a glass of water. Reed says he apologizes for keeping you waiting. Apparently, he and Barry have quite a bit to talk about. Don't know who Barry is. Yeah, we don't know who Barry is. I lean back against the leather sofa and flash her. What? My most charming smile. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no problem. I just moved here for... You want to meet Peeny? Oh, God. Great. Okay, thanks, I, Louis CK. Yeah. I just moved here Friday, so... What, what do you mean I'm not getting the job? Um, I just moved here Friday, so my dance card is wide open. Quick question, though. Is Barry Reed's head of security? Reed said I'd be meeting his head of security, in quotes, today. What? You did not just say that. But... But Did you, he didn't give a name. It, what? It says head of security in quotes. Like, <laughs> like it's like his that's dickhead. Not an, right, right. <laughs> Can I introduce you to my head of security? Like the way, his name is Peeny. The, the way like baby boomer, boomers put things in quotes unnecessarily <laughs> all the time. That's exactly what's going on here. 
The woman nods. Barry Atwater. He was a celebrity bodyguard for years before Reed tapped him to manage security for all his nightclubs. From there, Reed slowly expanded Barry's duties until a few months ago. <laughs> Never say Barry- expand duties. Yeah. <laughs> Barry, I have good news. I'm going to expand your duties. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. I kind of like my duties just the way they were. Thank you very much. Not that it's any of your business, but in the duty department, everything is working just fine. Barry officially became head of security for everything in Reed's world, the nightclubs, the label, and Reed's personal life, too. I thank the woman for the intel, and we chat for a bit longer. And when she leaves, I pull out my phone and search Barry Atwater. Immediately, a slew of photos pops up, all of them featuring the same large black man walking alongside a different celebrity. Damn, Gina. At six feet four and 200. Who's Gina? I don't know. Is that an expression? Wait a minute. Uh, Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't know who Gina is. (laughs) At six feet four and 240 pounds, people often describe me as a big black man, but this Barry Atwater has me beat. I read a snippet. So the main character's a big black man? Yes. This is a first for us as well. I think it is. Okay. Um, Proceed. I read a snippet about Barry in an article about celebrity bodyguards. <laughs> oh, God. I never, that's, that's I a never bunch miss of an article about celebrity bodyguards. <laughs> this is so L.A. You know who my favorite celebrity bodyguard is? Kevin Costner. Peeny. Peeny. <laughs> or Peeny, as I call him. And discover he's an ex-Marine who guard, who's guarded some of the biggest names in music and entertainment. That is how you become a celebrity bodyguard. <laughs> well, shit. How quickly is this badass motherfucker going to show me the door when he finds out I've got no experience whatsoever in the security industry? That I'm a personal trainer from Seattle who's never even worked at a bou- as a Seattle. bouncer at a nightclub. Yep. When Reed handed me his card four months ago backstage at one of Dax's shows and told me to text him about a job if I happened to move, it, move to L.A., he made it sound like my lack of experience wouldn't be an issue. But that was before Reed put this Barry dude in charge of security. Wow, this guy's really, like, borrowing trouble. Right? Mr. Shaw? What do you mean, borrowing trouble? I mean, like, he doesn't know if he has to worry about any of these things. Oh, I see. So he's just future tripping? <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's got the, the anxiety, mm-hmm. like me. Mr. Shaw? I look up from my phone to find Reed's assistant staring at me. She smiles. Reed and Barry are ready to see you now. Chapter two. Aloha! What? <laughs> well, that's, the, that's who's going to be narrating this chapter. Okay, then. <laughs> I finish singing the last note of Pretty Girl, and on the final hard-hitting drumbeat, strike a choreographed pose in the middle of my backup dancers. After weeks of grueling rehearsals, we finally reach the end of our last run-through before moving to our first arena of the tour for two days of dress rehearsals. Oh, so Aloha is the former Disney princess, mm-hmm. okay, and I guess she's going to hook up with Mr. Bodyguard. Mm. And lights out, our director says, though there are no actual stage lights to dim in this expansive warehouse. That was the best run through, best run through yet, guys, with a collective whoop. Whoop! <laughs> have, you, have you heard that band, Collective Whoop? <laughs> They're like Collective Soul, but a couple uh-huh. years later. <laughs> My dancers and I break free from our frozen tableau. Frozen tableau. Uh huh. It sounds like they're they're like chipping their way out of an ice cave, right? Ice age Mm -hmm. extras. And begin high fiving and congratulating each other. As I hug one of my longtime dancers, I notice over her shoulder the most beautiful face in the world smiling at me from across the room. Barry! I shriek. Mm -hmm. I disengage from my dancer. Oh, wow. What were you doing? And sprint gleefully toward him. I, I also I imagine the dancer just like crumples to the floor. Like, gotta go. I Take 15, everyone. from my dancer. Big Barry's into house. Oh. When I reach Barry, I leap through the air and physically, I 
I hope Aloha is black because otherwise I'm finding this really problematic. Okay. <laughs> just just the, the, the use of language. Uh, when I reach Barry, I leap through the air and physically hurl myself into his massive arms. I knew you wouldn't let me down. I knew it. Hey, honey, Barry says in, in his Wait, rumbling. Wait, what language was making you offensive? Big Barry into house. Oh, oh, like, oh like right. She's, like she's broken into. <laughs> yeah. And just that fast, from those two words alone, I know Barry isn't here to tell me the news I want to hear. I disengage from Barry. Wow, there's a lot of disengaging going on. Can I see I, the cover of this book? Because uh-huh. if there's it's a black romance, wouldn't you think we would know that on the front of the cover? Oh, I I mean there there is a black man on the cover of the book. Oh. Did you Didn't. should I have just closed this at no, some point? But you should probably see the female character too, right? Uh no, it's it's one it's one where there's just like a hunky guy on the oh, cover. Okay. I mean, a lot of the books is just like basically a close-up of a six-pack on it's the true. cover, right? <laughs> it's true. Or an eight-pack sometimes. Sometimes just a can of Corona. I disengage from Barry's embrace, a scowl, <laughs> a scowl on, sorry, that took me a minute, <laughs> a scowl on my face and pound a closed fist into his hard chest. No, you have to come on this tour. Barry chuckles, kisses my fist, and guides it to my side. What? What, what? He's her fist guide. Okay. <laughs> it's nothing personal, honey. I don't have time to guard anyone on a tour these days, not even you. I adopt the most adorably persuasive expression I can muster. But I need you. Mm. You're my human Valium, Barry. My rock. Oh. I don't think it would be nice to be called human Valium. Nope. <laughs> Who wants every, to be a every huge time you come sedative? Around, yeah, people, people are so <laughs> bored they can't even move. <laughs> I might be laying it on a tad bit thick, but it's for good reason. Big Barry has accompanied me on every tour of my life, ever since my first at age 13, when I traveled the world singing horrendously saccharine songs from my hit Disney Disney show, It's Aloha! Oh, God. (laughs) By now, 10 years and seven tours later, Barry's more more than a bodyguard to me. He's family. And that's not a small thing for a girl whose father abandoned her at age three and whose mother has treated her more like an ATM machine than a cherished daughter. You don't need me on tour, Aloha, Barry says, patting my cheek. You want me. There's a big difference. Speaking of which, I'm here to to tell you how I'm going to staff the security for your tour, whether you want it or not. Remember last year when I had to be in Thailand with Reed and Too Real during the Kids' Choice Awards and I assigned the ex-Navy SEAL? Yes, Brett. I've assigned him to... You can't assign that cyborg tight ass to guard me for an entire tour. I'll have a meltdown within a week and wind up canceling a month's worth of shows. Barry rolls his eyes. You'd die before canceling a single show, and we both know it. You'd never let down your... Okay, question. What do you think Aloha's fans are called? Her pineapples. No, That's wait. way better than the real one. Okay, her... Her Aloha sons, her her lays, her... <laughs> These are all way better than the actual one, which is Aloha Nators. No. But it doesn't matter because I haven't assigned Brett to be your personal bodyguard. I've assigned him to be your head of security while another guy, Xander, is your actual bodyguard. And mm-hmm. I think we'll wind it up there. Okay. Uh, oh, I was supposed to show you the book cover. There were a lot of... It was... What I'm left with mostly is the love affair between Xander and his best friend, P- Yes, that Peeny. was very confusing mm-hmm. and... But I don't know, like... Mm. This is hot. Can I see that again? <laughs> Here can, you go. Can you leave the room? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi, Mr. Bodyguard. Mm, that's Xander. Oh. So, I Becky, what do you have for us next time? I don't know. <laughs> if I'm, you ever, if you ever sort of lost worm in, your way out of that six-pack. I'm, I'm lost in Xander's body. Oh. How many high chews did you I eat during that episode? <laughs> I'm so sick. <laughs> Get this away from me. 
I'm a little addicted to sugar and okay. I just blew in, through 20 high chews. In the meantime, while you're looking that up, you can find us at lookinsidethisbookclub.com <laughs> and facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which this week stands for Look Inside This Body. This Bodacious Concert. This. Um, I just need to tell you what um, what we're reading next time. That's I have one job. That's true. I mean, you're also supposed to make jokes during the podcast, but <laughs> mainly you're here to announce the next book. Okay, okay, okay. Every Breath by Nicholas Sparks. <gasps> We're back on the Sparkmobile. Oh, I haven't been riding that spark train in too long. <laughs> All right, let's spark it up. All right. See you next time. See you next time. Okay, which one do you want to try? Uh, Persim. Persim. I don't have time for the whole word. No.